Apparently, a Toronto City Council set for a decisive vote on the bike, the Bloor Bike Lane Project. You know that it's going to go ahead, right? Um, Joe Cressy is one of the councillors that is uh, championing the uh, bike lane, and he tweeted out today, tomorrow City Council, or yesterday, tomorrow City Council will have the chance to make bike lanes on Bloor permanent more than 40 years in the making. It's time. Let's win this. Uh, I want to just throw to um, Councillor Mamaliti, who had this to say. What's interesting is that this thing's being rammed through. Um, What's interesting is that uh, most people in the city of Toronto do not want this thing to go through, but it's being rammed through. And what's interesting is that um, the businesses along uh, Bloor Street are too afraid to come out and speak against it because of the ramifications that they feel are going to about to hit them with the, the councillors who want to ram this through and with the mayor. Uh, so uh, it's intimidating. People are afraid uh, on Bloor Street to come out publicly without being harassed. And that's why you're not hearing for some, from some of the businesses along Bloor Street. Now, Chris, you and I were talking about this off air, and I thought what was interesting is the fact he's talking about the ramifications, but mm-hmm. he doesn't clarify what the ramifications are. We've got our fingers crossed that Joseph's going to be calling, Giorgio rather, is going to be calling us uh, very soon. But you said that when we had talked to some in, in few past uh, interviews, some businesses, when you were lining up some businesses on Bloor Street, you got a similar reaction. I got a feeling that they were really trying to make sure that they were not saying they were against bike lanes in principle, but they were complaining about the safety of the bike lanes. So it it felt like they were really trying to press hard and tell me that they were not against bike lanes and that they were worried about, you know, negative publicity. All right. Okay. I will buy that. And I I recall there were a couple of uh, people that seemed like they were very vocal in the media. And then all of a sudden, they weren't vocal in the media They were anymore. backing off a little bit. Weird. Here on the line right now is Councillor Mamalini. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. Hey, it's good to have you on because I wanted you to clarify some things that you said. I've got a clip. I'm going to run it for you again and then give you a, an opportunity to jump okay. off that. Here it is. You got that space? Run the What's clip. What's interesting is that this thing's being rammed through. Um, what's interesting is that uh, most people in the city of Toronto do not want this thing to go through, but it's being rammed through. And what's interesting is that um, the businesses along uh, Bloor Street are too afraid to come out and speak against it because of the ramifications that they feel are going to about to hit them with the, the councillors who want to ram this through and with the mayor. Uh, so uh, it's intimidating. People are afraid uh, on Bloor Street to come out publicly without being harassed. And that's why you're not hearing from some of the businesses along Bloor Street. Well, that is quite a statement. What would the ramifications be? What would they look like, Georgia? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm basing my comments on what the business owners told me, at least uh, the ones I met with. Right. What are you hearing? And uh, they're very clear. Uh, they've been told that if they come out vocally, they won't get any business. Now, they, but how would they, they stop? How would the mayor and the councillors stop them from getting business? Well, because uh, the councillors are so intertwined with uh, the BIA, for instance, who's supporting the venture, and uh, so intertwined with the smaller little groups, uh, the bicycle groups, and all the organized groups out there, they've all come together. In my opinion, after hearing what I've been told, uh, and I've been have been have been very vocal about stopping business from going to anyone that's uh, that's upset at this. Wow. 
Well, that's quite a claim. I'm just wondering how you would, I mean, short of, uh, you know, not promoting the BIA, not promoting them online, uh, I, I just don't know how you could stop someone from going into someone's store. Public what are you pressure. hearing? Public pressure. Uh, the the left, uh, meaning the councillors who have been pushing this on council, are so organized around this issue that they're they're organized enough to stop businesses from making money, and 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 that's a reality that that the business owners see. So they have been forced to shut up, uh, and 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 we did not want to participate in committee when I was there uh, because of this. They're too afraid. Well, if you're not going to stand up for yourself, how can you expect anyone else to stand up for yourself? Well, for you, uh, rather. It's 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 one thing to uh, in business to be able to uh, to state your mind. It's another when when it's so organized out there that they're just going to stop you from having a business. So these are decisions that the business owners have made based on the pressure. How else do you explain it? They were so vocal. They were vocal at one point, and then all of a sudden they were they they just didn't say anything. Giorgio, do you think they're worried about you know just a grassroots backlash against? Bicycle up against bicycle riders who may already be customers, or do you think that they're actually worried that some like, councillors are going to organize a boycott? Can can councillors even organize a boycott against them? You know, come on, with 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 the cyclists that are they're claiming they're 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 actually uh, customers, like. Give me a break. They're not customers. They, 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 you know, some of them might be, but the majority of them just roll through in front of their unit, and and they're not. But they've got all this, all this power right now, uh, in the community because they've got all these little organizations set up. Uh, that have become powerful, and the voices, those are the people that are walking the streets. They're not cyclists. They're walking the streets in support of what's going on and telling the owners what, you know, what the ramifications are going to be. That's really what's going on out there. Uh, otherwise, you would have heard uh, that, this, uh, that, that, that this would have... This would have been a much a different scenario if the business owners were, were actually allowed to state their opinion. Uh, without pressure. Giorgio, we're hearing that uh, Toronto City Council set for that decisive vote on the Bloor yeah. bike lanes today. Yeah. I, I don't need to ask you which way you're going to vote because I think we know. I am going to do my best with Doug Ford to reverse this position after next election. I'll tell you that straight out. Well, This is the most ridiculous thing that City Hall has done in a long, long so time. So has it gone through the vote already? We're about to do that right now. Okay. People should tune in for the speeches, actually, because people are going to be speaking on this issue. And you'll see how, how much of, how much of the, the, the debate that goes on is actually a bonehead debate and, and is going gonna, is gonna to ram through something that's going to cost us a lot with respect to money. And, and all of the congestion that, that brings us forward is incredible. We have to Listen, this. Joe Cressy, he was on the morning show today, said basically bikes versus cars, you know, the war's over. The war is not over for them. It's just begun. This is a... Uh, this is a stamp of approval for the war of the car if this goes through. And Don't you think bikes have already won? If this goes through, this is uh, they've become, their chests are going to go out and they're going to think they can do more streets. Jarvis will be next, so will Young Street is being talked about right now. Joe, it's going to be ridiculous. Joe, why doesn't anyone, I mean, look it, I used to bike in the city of Toronto. I'm also a driver. Why doesn't anyone look to Vancouver where they have uh, used parallel streets parallel to main streets for the sake of the safety of the cyclists and for cars 
uh, so that they actually, why won't they look because to that model and use it? Play here. There's a different agenda at play Why here. does it have to be it's on the main roads? Frustrating people so they don't, they don't bring their cars. But what they don't realize is that everybody needs their car to come into the city. There are, that, that there are no roads being proposed to offset uh, those that need the car. And all we're doing is jamming up the streets. So it's a, it's a left-leaning agenda at City mm-hmm. Hall yet again uh, that's winning at the end of the day. And it's led by, by, by Mayor Tory, by the way. I must add to that. Uh, Mayor Tory, this is his plan that's coming forward. Instead of helping congestion, he's making it worse. Well, is that so that we create a mini Manhattan here in Toronto where you only yes. see Uber drivers and cab drivers driving yes. in the core? Yes, that's exactly what's going on. So in order to be a world-class city, translation is uh, you have to leave your car at home and pick up a bike. I don't know. A world-class city is a, a city that, that, that actually attends to everybody's needs and not just a, not just a chosen few. So if we, need, if we need to accommodate the car, let's build highways on top of highways like they're doing around the world. And, and let's tell the, the car owner that they're welcome into the city as well. Giorgio, I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Cheers. Giorgio Mammoliti, uh, definitely going to be voting against the uh, Bloor bike lanes, but it sounds like it's a pretty much a done deal. Chris, that's quite a claim he's making. Well, Intimidation, he's... ramifications if you decide to, uh, if you're a business owner along Bloor Street, if you decide to say, I'm not happy with the bike lane project. I think the business owners are probably more worried about what their potential customers and actual customers think than what a counselor has to say to them. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's Giorgio's theory on it.